Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mesechtas Pesachim, the sixth parak, parak of Mishnah Aleph and Mishnah Beis. And I'm going to warn you, Mishnah Beis is a wonderful Mishnah, but you need to, as we say in Yiddish, halt cup. You need to be able to follow the back and forth. There's a lot of back and forth. There's a dialogue, and it's Gishmak. It's wonderful, but it's going to require you to focus. Mishnah Aleph begins with continuing the discussion that we know the the carbon uh, Pesach is Doche Shabbos, the requirement to bring the carbon Pesach pushes away the restrictions of Shabbos. And now we're going to discuss, well, how much of the Pesach can we do on Shabbos, and how much do we have to push off until after Shabbos? Here are the following parts of the service of bringing the Pesach that override the Shabbos restrictions. Shechitasa, you can, you can slaughter it. Doma, you can sprinkle the blood on the altar. Karvo, you can also clean the intestines from the waste that are inside them, because if you don't do so, they're going to become putrid and then go to waste. And you can also burn the fats and the organs on the altar. Now you may be thinking, one minute, I thought that can be done later on at night. After all, don't we know Mariv, Tilas Mariv is Keneged, Hector Chelovim Ve'imurim. Mariv, the fact we dive Mariv is Keneged is in, in, uh, because we they used to burn the fats and the uh, and the organs at night, so clearly it doesn't have to be done right away, so why then do we allow one to burn the fats and the organs of the Pesach right away? And the answer is because it's better to do it right away, although one could do it at night, it's better to do it right away, and therefore even that is Docha Shabbos. Okay, however, Avotzli also, the roasting of the meat, the Hadachos Karv, and rinsing the intestines, not cleaning, but rinsing it really well, in the Docha and the Shabbos, do not override the Shabbos, because it can be done when Shabbos ends. Har Kavoso, Vahaviyoso, Michotzotzchom, Bringing, what about bringing the offering from the public domain into the temple, or bring it out of the tchum, the chatichas yablos, or if there is a wart on it, which would make it unfit for a uh, offering, but if you cut it off, then it's no longer considered a ba'amun, ein dochen shabbos. They do not override shabbos because these are what we call machshire. They're only preparations, they're preparatory acts in order to allow it to be done. The, the bringing of the carbon is a preparation to, in order to actually offer the carbon. The cutting off the wart is a preparation so that it's now fit to be a carbon, and therefore we do not override Shabbos for machshirim, for preparations for these actions. However, Re'eliezer Omar Doch and Re'eliezer disagrees, and Re'eliezer, this is Re'eliezer Lishitaso, he thinks that once we allow, or once we suspend Shabbos for whatever it may be, whether it's Karbonos or Brismila, we even suspend it for the uh, the preparatory actions as well. So let's say you need to make a knife for the Milo or bring the knife through Shasarabim, he allows you to because, again, once you suspend the action, uh, the actual action, the act, we also suspend, suspend the Machshira as well. Mishnah Beis now, we're going to, it's going to be a Machlokas, a discussion, trying to really figure out, or Eliezer is going to try to prove, or attempt to prove, his his position that we even allow machshire the prepar- the preparatory acts and not just the actual action of slaughtering the animal or the mila etc. Om Rabbi Eliezer, I have a proof. I can prove logically that once the Torah allows you to bring the car- the carbon and we even allow you to do the preparation such as bringing the carbon through Rosh Hashanah which as we'll see is only a derabanan in this case. Vahalo dinhu. It's logical. Uma im shlita. If the Torah allows one to shecht, which is a biblical prohibition, it's a biblical prohibition that the Torah allows one to shecht on Shabbos in order to bring the Karm Pesach. These actions, which are only a shvus, as in carrying an animal or bringing an animal through Shusarabim, because as we know from Erevin, Chai Nosas Atzmo, a living animal really carries itself, so therefore it's only the rabbis forbade one from bringing an animal in Rosh Therefore, 
If something which is Doraisa, we allow one to do on Shabbos because it's for the Pesach, certainly we would allow one to and we suspend the rabbinic decrees, as in bringing the animal to Also, certainly we, should, we would override these, as these rabbinic decrees as well. All right, very clear. If we, if we suspend the prohibition of Shechita, we should suspend all the rabbinic decrees as well. Omolo Rabbi Yeshua says, Rabbi Yeshua, what are you talking about, Rabbi Eliezer? Yom Tov Yochiach, if you look at the very institution of Yom Tov, we can disprove your argument. Why? Because in Yom Tov, we, we, we allow, we permit Malacha on Yom Tov. We permit one to, for instance, cook on Yom Tov. Yet, but there are various activities that we rabbinically prohibit one from doing to their food on Yom Tov. So, therefore, for instance, on Yom Tov, although one is allowed to cook, which is a biblical prohibition on Shabbos, one is still not allowed to bring their food outside the Tchum, which is only rabbinic. So it says Rabbi Yeshua to Rabbi Eliezer, you want to prove to me that I can, I can, I can, if we suspend the, the Araisa, and certainly we'll just suspend the Darabanan, we'll look at Yom Tov, where we suspend, suspend the Daraisa, and we're not suspending the Darabanan. Comes along Rabbi Eliezer, he says, what are you talking about, Rabbi Yeshua? Amalar Rabbi Eliezer, Ma'ze Yeshua, what are you talking about? What sort of proof is this? My Raya is Shuslim Mitzvah. You are comparing apples and oranges. Yom Tov is only a rishus. It's only optional. If you want to eat, so then we allow you to cook. We can't draw a proof from there to the mitzvah of bringing a Karim Pesach, the command. In fact, if you don't bring a Karim Pesach, there's an Isser Kares. Therefore, one can make the following argument. Yet that, well, yes, Rabbi Yeshua, on Yom Tov, we'll only suspend the Doraisas, but, but there are times where we won't suspend the Durabanans, but that's because we're dealing in the world of option of optional. It's only a Rishus. But once you move to the world of Doraisa, of Karim Pesach, so if you're going to suspend the Doraisas of Shrita, certainly you'll suspend the Durabanans of carrying out the Trum, because, again, the objective is to bring the Karim Pesach. Hey, Shavikiva Omar. So Rikiva is sitting there in the base measures and he pipes up and he says, Hazatochiyach, no Rabbi Eliezer, because I can find a case where I can find a case where a person will um where there's a mitzvah, and yet it's a and yet it only involves a shchus, a shvus, excuse me, and it's not Tokhe Shabbos. What is that? The Hazatochiyach, that when if someone is impure. The last one of the last steps of becoming pure is you sprinkle them with the mechatas, with the with the ashes of the para aduma, and that is a shvus. One's not allowed to do that on Yom Tov or Shabbos because it looks like you're fixing the person. Now a person needs to do this; it's a mitzvah to do it because they need to uh, they need to bring the karim pesach. Yet we still say eno doche Shabbos. Says Rabbi Akiva. Now to Rabbi Eliezer, here is a case where we suspend the doraisa of shchita of pesach, yet we're not suspending the shvus of doing the hazah, yet it's still a mitzvah. And therefore, he says to Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer, your proof is invalid. Because, again, don't tell me that if we suspend the daraisa of Shrita, we can suspend all shvusim, because here's a case where we suspend the daraisa, yet we're not suspending the shvus of mechatas, and it's still a mitzvah. So therefore, that's what Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva says. So what does Rabbi Eliezer respond to Rabbi Akiva? Omer Rabbi Eliezer... Oh, sorry, I just skipped a line. Af al tintme al elu. Therefore, don't be surprised that the preparations of Pesach Shafa Pikishain Mitzvah Misham Shvus Loitras Pesach Shabbos. Sorry, finishes up. I said outside. Therefore, if we see that the Hazza, the Hazza, which is only a Shvus, we don't suspend on Shabbos and Yom Tov. So too, don't be surprised that we're not going to suspend the preparations for the Karm Pesach, which are only Shvusim, even though they're a Mitzvah on Shabbos of Erev Pesach. So Omar Lo Rabbi Elazar says Rabbi Elazar to Rabbi Kiva, the Elani done. 
In regards to this very law of sprinkling the mechatas, I can make the same logical argument. Right, let's just re- recap. Rabbi Akiva is it to Rabbi Eliezer. I can disprove your Rabbi Eliezer. This that you, Rabbi Eliezer, want to argue, that if we're going to suspend, suspend the Da'araisa Shrita, then we'll suspend all the other Shvusim involved, all the other Durabanans involved, says Rabbi Akiva, no, because by the mechatas we suspend the Shrita, which is Da'araisa, but we're not suspending the Durabanan. To which Rabbi Eliezer says, what are you talking about, Rabbi Akiva? Don't you know my position? I, in fact, believe. I hold my position is we do suspend the prohibition, the rabbinic prohibition of sprinkling with the mei chatas. So in fact, you are right, Rabbi Kiva. You just actually brought a proof to me because this is my position. If slaughtering the Pesach, which is a biblical malacha, overrides Shabbos, then, isn't it logical, says Rabbi Eliezer, sprinkling the mechatas, which is only a rabbinic decree, again, so that, because it looks like uh, fixing someone, doche es Shabbos. That, as well, is doche the Shabbos. And therefore, all is good and well, says Rabbi Eliezer. Amal Rabbi Kiva, so says Rabbi Kiva, oh Hichlef, maybe I can reverse this, and I'll make the following argument. What if I, the premise, we start elsewhere, we start, we start from this premise is, uh, instead. If Hazah, which is a shvus, isn't Docha Shabbos, Shrita Shumishumalacha, Enodin Shalotitcha Shabbos. So then certainly, it's li- then certainly if Hazah, which is only a shvus, is not going to be Docha Shabbos, Shrita, which is the Oraisa, is not going to be Docha Shabbos. Now this is a very schwer point, which Rebbe is going to point out. This is very hard for Rebbe Akiva to say, that if you're going to say Hazah is not Docha Shabbos, then Shrita is not Docha Shabbos, because Rebbe says, what are you talking about, Akiva? Oh, Rebbe Akiva, Akiva, hello! It's an often a postic. The postic tells us we're allowed to shecht on Shabbos. You want to bring me a logic against the postic? The postic says which implies in its appointed time that ben bechol ben When there's a carbon that says it's brought in its appointed time, then it's, we bring it whether it's the weekday or it's Shabbos. So of course the pesach is docha Shabbos. Don't tell me maybe we can start our logical argument from elsewhere that if the hazaz is not going to be docha Shabbos, certainly shchit is not going to be docha Shabbos because the very postic tells us. Shrita is Docha Shabbos. Once we know Shrita is going to be Docha Shabbos, that's the basis, that's the starting point. And if Shrita is Docha Shabbos, as a real so certainly if the Dereis is Docha Shabbos, the Dereban is going to be Docha Shabbos as well. So that's a very fair point. And the question, obviously, we're not going to deal with now is what exactly is Rabbi Kiva's Havim? You know, what was Rabbi Kiva even trying to offer? How can he even make such a schwer, a difficult uh, question, a difficult uh, point? Armor Lowe. So Rabbi Kiva doesn't give up here, and he actually uh, he offers another refuta- reputation. Rebbe Havili Moed Elo. He says, "My Rebbe, give me an appointed time for these preparations." Kemoed Lishchita. Just as there is an appointed time for the slaughter, for the slaughter, meaning to say as follows: only the things that have an appointed time that can be done on, um, that can be done on Shabbos itself. Meaning, when there's something that has an ex- appointed time, and that appointed time falls out on Shabbos, that's what's Doche Shabbos. But this, there's, if there's something that has no appointed time, so then that's not Doche Shabbos. That being said, what he's trying to say is, is as follows. The Pesach has an appointed time, Bimmo Ado, has to be done on Erev, on Erev Pesach. Therefore, if Erev Pesach coincides with, Erev, with Shabbos, it must be done on Shabbos. But all the other, uh, all the other uh, halacha, all the other actions, which are machshire, which have no appointed time because you can, you can make the knife, you can sh- sharpen the knife pre-Erev Pesach, you do it two weeks ahead of time, just put it to the side, so there's no appointed time for, sh- for sharpening the knife, therefore, you cannot, it's not Doche Shabbos. What Reikiva is saying to Eliezer, essentially, as we'll see right now, is he sums it up as follows, Kalam Rabbi Akiva, 
Any work that can be done before Shabbos, prior to the onset of Shabbos, Shabbos, not Shabbos, slaughtering, which cannot be done before Shabbos, because the Pasuk tells us it has to be done on Erev Pesach, Doches Shabbos is Doches Shabbos. So again, to sum it up, really, Ezra holds that Machshire of any mitzvah that's Doches Shabbos can be done on Shabbos itself, and Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yeshua hold that the Machshirim, since they can be done on Erev Shabbos, on Erev Shabbos, then you have to do them before Shabbos begins, and only things that can only be done on Shabbos itself are Doches Shabbos. I wish you all a wonderful day.